This is Hustle and Pro with Kelly Walker. Join Kelly as she talks sports with players, coaches, organizers, and entrepreneurs from BWE League to Pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Today on Hustle and Pro, we're talking rock climbing. We're sitting down with Kyle Klinkscales, who's a pioneer in rock climbing, both as a climber, but also a coach. Welcome, Kyle. Welcome. Glad to be here. Let's do some quick hits. Are you ready? Ready. Who is your favorite athlete? Uh, LeBron James. Who's your favorite team? That one's much harder for me because I'm going to say Real Madrid because that's my son's favorite team, but I would also say the Cowboys too, so I got to go with one or the other. That's fair. What is your favorite sport to watch? Golf. What about your favorite sport to play? Rock climbing or golf. What's the farthest distance that you've traveled to play a sport or to watch a sport? Um, well, I was the head coach for the U.S. national team when we went to Noumea, and we've been to Australia and Japan. So those are pretty far, for, uh, but that was watching or I wasn't actually participating in the event as an athlete, but I was there as a coach. It's pretty far. So what age do kids or can kids start climbing and what gear would a parent need if someone's just going to jump in and let them try? Can they walk in here without any knowledge or gear? Absolutely. They can, we provide all of that stuff. Um, if, as far as kids go, it's really up to their, um, their fear level. My son is nine years old and he's always afraid. And so he struggles with, with rock climbing. Whereas my daughter is five years old and she can go to the top of the wall. So it's really just what we have easy enough routes for anyone to rock climb. You don't need any experience. You can just come in. We teach you how to do everything and, you know, turn you loose and let you go. So it's really kind of up to them. But I would say five and up is kind of the, um, you know, the ballpark. How did you start climbing? How did you then turn that into a career that is your life now? Uh, first rock climbing experience I had, I was in Colorado, I was in Lake City, Colorado with um, my best friend and he said, let's go rock climbing. And I said, what's that? And, um, and so he was like, okay, let's go. So we went to the hardware store and we bought a seven mil hemp rope, which is like, it's teeny tiny rope, has a working load rate of like 250 pounds, whereas the ropes that we have here, it's like 2000 pounds. Um, and so we did everything wrong you could possibly do. I mean, to the point of that we wrapped it around ourselves, you know, with no harness, no nothing. And we just tied like overhand knots. And my buddy was on the top of the wall belaying me, hip belaying me. So there wasn't even a belay device. Um, so things not to ever do, kids. Don't ever do this because it was really dumb. And I'm glad that we made it out alive. But it got us, you know, inspired and psyched to go rock climbing. So when we came back... Um, the gym we're sitting in now had just opened 1992 and so he started and got me into it and uh, since the time I was a, a little kid I always wanted to be a football coach that was just you know I would always watch football and and uh, I used to do little training camps like in my neighborhood with with kids I would get them to come over and we'd do like football drills and I'd pretend to be coach and all kinds of crazy stuff so when I started rock climbing I, I was dating a girl that that was rock climbing with me and I was always talking about that. I was going to college at the time. And she said, you know, you should be a rock climbing coach. And I was like, I should be a rock climbing coach. And it started from there. And um, 
I just went up to a kid and I said, hey, you should let me coach you. And uh, that kid's now partner in my business uh, for the, the gyms that we own. And it just kind of went from there. And to, to my knowledge, I'm the first professional climbing coach uh, in the country, um, where meaning that was all I did was you know start, it, uh, start a climbing team. And then I got involved with uh, USA Climbing and basically built it, you know, started it from there. As we sit here in your gym, Summit, I want to tell our listeners what to expect. Maybe they have been or haven't been into a climbing gym yet, but give us a little bit of a vocabulary lesson on some of the things that you'll find in here, like what's a top rope versus bouldering walls and speed walls. Um, so there are three disciplines in rock climbing. One is um, what they call sport climbing. It's lead climbing or top rope. Uh, and it's basically just climbing with a rope. And then there's bouldering, um, which your walls are about 15 feet tall and um, you always land on the ground. Every fall is a ground fall. Um, and that's, that's bouldering. Speed climbing is exactly what it is, but there is a, a homologated wall. Gotta have to tell me what homologated water. Uh, it's fixed. So it's just everything is in the exact same measurement going up and the holds are exactly the same. So everything is, is um, in a specific alignment so that it's the same all around the world. So everyone climbs on the exact same speed route. As opposed to how routes change if yes. you're climbing yep. what, you know, what I kind of think of as a regular route or when you come into a gym like this and you climb up a wall with the help of a harness yep right? so the way they have ratings for them so like if you're walking on a sidewalk it's a 0.0 if you're going up a hill it's a 1.0 so forth and so on until you get to three and three is where what they call scrambling so you have to put your hands down four is scrambling but if you fall there is a potential for you know a lot of bodily harm so if you're climbing in colorado or whatever it's kind of hiking but you'll have to put your hands down and then five is where you get to technical aspect of climbing it means you need gear to uh, participate in it or to um, be able to do it which is a rope a harness a belaying device another person to belay you um, and, and that's where it starts. So then, you know, five zero is obviously pretty easy. And then it goes all the way up to, you know, five fifteen, which is obviously very, very difficult. So the average person that's moderately athletic can climb, you know, five nine. And for bouldering, it's a little bit different system, but basically it starts at V zero and then goes all the way up from there. And it's a measurement of how difficult the actual move is. So that way, if I climb V5 here, it should be V5 in another gym across the country, across the world. So you mentioned um, U.S. climbing, and then I know that you work with Team Texas, right? Mm -hmm. So what are, the, what are those, and are those competitive? Are those rec programs that kids do for fun? So let's say you bring your kid in here and they're eight years old and they have a blast. They just have so much fun and you're like, okay, well, what's next? Um, we would have a kids club program. So it's a once a week, just kind of start um, climbing to see if they like it. If they're interested and they want to keep going, then they would uh, join our team summit, which is a two day a week uh, class. And they compete in a recreational competition series called the JCCA, the Junior Competitive Climbing Association. And it's uh, in the Dallas area. We do competition, bouldering competitions in the fall, rope competitions in the spring. 
and um, we try to get the kids it, it, it's the equivalent of rec soccer you know the kids don't have to own their own climbing gear you know they come in and they compete we have pizza and a raffle and we just make it fun so then if your child is very very good then uh, we will invite them to a tryout for Team Texas which is our nationally competitive team so uh, we compete uh, all over the country and all over the world um, in rock climbing competitions, which is now uh, an Olympic sport and will be in the 2020 Olympics, uh, which is very exciting for us because we have you know, been pushing for that for a long, long time. Uh, have you seen enough exposure um, to know, are we gonna be good in the Olympics? Are we, are we a front runner? Are we way behind? Where do we sit? It's funny you say exposure. That used to be the name of this gym. So, um, we, the U.S., I would say, is behind in certain ways, but also we're ahead. There are obviously more uh, commercial facilities and climbing gyms and coaches in the U.S. than there are any other country, which is good. Um, having said that, you know, if you live in Dallas, Texas, you're going to probably start your kid, you know, in gymnastics or soccer, or baseball, and all of those other sports until your child doesn't fit into it, and then you'll try rock climbing because most people are like wait rock climbing is a sport you know and they they, they don't see it um, there's an athlete that climbs at this gym that I have trained since she was 10 years old her name is Claire Burfine and she is one of the US athletes that has a shot to making the um, making it to the Olympics um, and she's from here um, but it because you have to do all three disciplines it's bouldering sport and speed and so it's just kind of how you compete against everyone else. There's only 20 uh, females and 20 males that are going to the Olympics. You've lived it yourself and you've seen it as a coach. So what are the positives that you see athletes getting from being a rock climber? Um, I, I love to coach rock climbing because it has... Um, you know, the element of golf in that there is no perfect, you know, you're always competing against the course in golf with climbing. You know, you may send a route, but there's going to be a harder one right next to it. And so it's, it's unending. And so it's this constant challenge of, of you know, solving the puzzle uh, as well as the physical performance of it. And it, it is, uh, I mean, obviously I'm a rock climbing coach. So I'll, of course, make this metaphor, but, you know, it's like life, like there, there's no end, you know, you just keep trying to improve uh, but the other thing you know with rock climbing especially for kids is that it builds a lot of confidence in them because um, rock climbing is more scary than it is dangerous uh, the injuries uh, while they can be severe are usually from uh, complacency you know they didn't do something they didn't tie their knot or something there's injuries in every sport Yes. But the level of fear doing this is just natural that you're looking up yeah. at something that's daunting and it's scary until you've Absolutely. tried it or even for people that can't maybe can't get over it. But I would think that that confidence that you just accomplished something that, you know, a few minutes ago you thought was a really scary thing. Yeah. And it, it, there's a lot of head game in it in that being able to control your emotions and the fight or flight instinct that, you know, kind of we all have. Um, and then with, when you are very afraid, obviously your adrenaline is going, your heart is pumping faster, and therefore you're 
putting in more lactic acid because your body's like, nah, I don't want to do this, you know? And so you have to uh, condition your body to love the pain is kind of the, the real thing that we get to teach, you know, kids is that they want to do this, they're choosing to do this, and just because it's scary doesn't mean it's dangerous. What's that, men what's the breakdown, mental versus physical here? Um, at the elite level, it's a lot physical, um, but, you know, at mine and your level, it's mostly mental, you know, it's mostly just can you relax enough, uh, we kind of tell the kids like holding a bird, you know, you don't want to strangle it, but you also don't want to let it go. And so there's that balance of being able to control your emotions so that you aren't uh, over gripping, but you're holding on enough to be able to stay on the I wall. I like that metaphor. And the other thing about competition climbing that is so good for the kids is that when you go out there, you're by yourself. It's you and one route and you have a certain amount of time to, to try to get as high as you possibly can. And getting, the, because you don't know how anyone else is doing. Like when you're playing baseball, like if the team's kicking your butt, you know it. And uh, whereas with rock climbing, it's not that way. So you have to really control your emotions competing wise. And you see how, you know, the kids, how their ego affects them and, and all of that. And you get to build that in them because Again, it's like golf. You could shoot 100 and have the worst day of your life and still win. Uh, and climbing is the same way. You don't have to get to the top to win. I mean, obviously, that makes it way easier. But um, And so the kids have to learn how to try to do their best on every single attempt to try to get as far as they can and believe that that's enough to be able to allow them to compete. Yeah, I can imagine that calls for a certain maturity level, too. Yes. To be I able think to recognize that. That's a perfect word for it, maturity. Yeah. So tell me more about your relationship with the U.S. national team. How long have you been, are you, are you the coach of that team? Not anymore. Okay. So I, um, I created the program. I started it in 1999 in um, Italy uh, by accident. I was the only coach that went over uh, there to, um, with U.S. athletes because they were competing um, in Italy. And there wasn't such a thing as a U.S. coach or anything along those lines. And so the director for, um, it, it had a different iteration back then, but basically it was USA Climbing. And they just asked me to go into isolation, which is where you put all the kids go into one place and they come out one at a time. And so that's where they warm up. So we call it isolation. So I went in there to help the kids warm up and all of that stuff. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm the U.S. team coach because also you have to you know, call appeals or whatever with the international body. So I just kind of started it. And then when I came home, I was like, okay, I guess I'm the U.S. team coach. And then um, I became a board member with USA Climbing. And, and so um, then I really started because I wanted the professionalism of, uh, of coaching to really grow and develop so people could make a living, you know, being a rock climbing coach. And they used to say I was completely insane. But it now is taking on that, you know, that role. There are 170 climbing teams in, in the U.S. and, you know, a fair amount of them have professional coaches. I'm curious. You mentioned wanting to be a football coach when you were younger. Mm -hmm. Who were your football coach idols? Uh, well, I used to wake up every single Sunday morning and I would watch Inside the NFL. And I watched it, I mean, religiously. And I would pretend to, like, break down plays and... I mean, I've probably read every Vince Lombardi book that's ever been written. Uh, 
and you know he was my hero as the way he started and and what I kind of you know modeled our program you know after that sort of discipline and, mm -hmm. and uh, making the team bigger than any individual and all of those things and then I got into reading basketball books so I, I would say my favorite coach is Coach Wooden um, from UCLA and I read his book and I said I want to win 10 national championships just like him but the team national championship didn't exist and so I was involved with USA Climbing at the time and so I was like I'm gonna create the team championship and then I'm gonna win it 10 times and um, so we created it in 2003 and um, we have since because there's three individual disciplines for a team championship one for bouldering one for sport and one for speed and so we have been very you know fortunate with that and we've won 27 national championships between the three disciplines it seems like you took a, a childhood love of the football coach side and had to build that into a sport that didn't really have a structure for you know what it is now and you made it your own and used your passion and for coaching, I always tell everybody fell into. Uh, that I won the lotto of lives. So my my life is incredible, and just what I've uh, you know been allowed to do and gotten to do, and the opportunities uh, through rock climbing and coaching in general, um, and being inspired, you know, from sports like football and basketball and baseball and golf, and funneling that into rock climbing, it's been pretty awesome. Well, I definitely challenge listeners to give it a try if you haven't. My kids love it. They do have a sense of conquering, you know, yeah. every time they go get to do it in summer camps and different things and birthday parties. It's different. It's a little bit scary, but it's definitely fun. And you get, you get a workout in and you learn something new every time you go and learn something a little about yourself if you didn't know you could do these things. So I do challenge people to, to go check it out and give it a try. Yeah, I, I, um, I genuinely believe that, you know, it's a fun entertainment for sure for taking, you know, working off energy for the kids or yourself. But um, rock climbing as a sport, I truly believe it'll change your life. Well, thank you for taking the time to sit down with us and give us a little bit of insight into this as a sport, both recreationally and competitively. And we'll be on the lookout for your athletes in the Olympics. Good luck. Thank you very much. I appreciate you coming out.